0: you know, if you're surrounded by media influences, social media influences, colleagues, competitors, you you sort of proclaiming how bad the situation is and all the woes of the coming months and ahead of us in terms of economic uh, outlook, you're you're not going to aim, you're going to get your head into fight or flight or survival mode. And we,
1: What is going on, all of you amazing abundant leaders out there? I am Wally Carmichael, your founder and host of the Men of Abundance podcast, the Pay It Forward community, proving to you that you can, in fact, live a life of abundance and prosperity. By the way, in family, faith, finances, and fitness. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about the entrepreneurship. As you know, I'm big time an entrepreneur, and absolutely, uh, you know, love supporting entrepreneurs and on every part of their journey. So today we're gonna to definitely be getting into uh, helping out you business owners out there. But if you're not a business owner, you're not an entrepreneur, don't go away because there is always something for everybody, especially when you get into that fun part of the kick in the gut moment. One thing I wanna share with you, if you haven't paid attention over the last couple episodes, one of the new things that I'm doing, I'm bringing back an old idea, but kind of that when I first got started with Men of Abundance, which is pay it forward. We are the pay it forward community after all. And one of the things I just, I don't know why I never thought about this before, but after watching so many amazing videos of people today out in public and paying it forward uh, financially and just emotionally and just sitting down and having conversations with people that quite frankly, some people kind of just walk past and never really consider. Um, they don't even see them. They're like invisible. And I'm talking about the people in our community. I'm talking about not just the homeless folks. I'm talking about the servants within our communities, the people that deliver our mail, the people that you know are our, our public uh, our first responders, uh, the servers in the restaurants, everywhere. All of these people that are unsung heroes in our community, keeping our communities going. So I want to pay it forward to them both emotionally and financially. So what I've done is I've set up a uh, page specifically for us to pay it forward to um, our communities. And I'm going to provide a link in the in the show notes and in the description for you to make sure that you go and do what you can to pay it forward. I've set up a GoFundMe for men of abundance. It's only for men of abundance, and it's not for me personally. It's not for any operating costs or anything like that. This is literally just to go fund me so that we can pay it forward and give to the community in one way or another. I'll be recording some of these um, events and I'll be sharing it on our Men of Abundance fan page. I'll be sharing it on our Men of Abundance YouTube channel. And I've even got a Men of Abundance TikTok channel so that we can share the little one-minute clips on there. And it's super fun. I really enjoy doing this. And I, I hope that you... As an abundant leader will contribute to that so that we can uh, pay it forward in a big way all right so enough about that one thing I want to make sure that you do share this do uh, since we're on Facebook live right now uh, set up a watch party or something of that nature anything that you can do to pay it forward because that's another way you can pay it forward is just share this if you're watching this do a screenshot And share it on your social media. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, when the podcast is out, take a screenshot of your phone, share it out on social media, hashtag Men of Abundance or hashtag MOA, and let other people get in on these conversations. Because just like they're doing something for you, I'll bet you they will do something for other people that don't even know we exist yet. So make sure you uh, pay it forward. And I assure you, they will come back and thank you for it. So, let's get into our feature guest today. I'm super excited about this conversation. Our feature guest is a business strategist, much like myself, and we all do things a little bit different, so I'm super excited to find out what he's doing and how. He's he's an author, inspirational speaker, business growth mentor, and host of the Business Mastermind podcast. Gavin works with business owners, entrepreneurs, and senior leadership teams to provide insight and develop creative strategies to accelerate the growth of their business. His new book, Survive and Thrive, How to Secure, Scale, and Succeed in Business, is a collection of practical tools and techniques that he has been successfully implementing over his 25 years of experience as a business strategist, mentor, and coach. Gavin has worked with a wide range of leadership teams and organizations from Ford, Carphone Warehouse, the Royal Bank of Scotland, to to the United Nations, and even the Metropolitan Police. Gavin, Gavin is recognized for his unique combination of mindset and business strategy tools and is celebrated for his clarity and passion. Let me bring him on. Gavin, welcome to Men of Abundance, brother. So excited to be here.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm equally excited to to join you on the show. Thank you.
1: Excellent. Excellent. So where are you at in the world?
0: Uh, So I live in the UK, uh, in in North Wales uh, in the UK, so in a a, a coastal place. So during the conversation of this, uh, the course of this conversation, we may hear seagulls in the background.
1: Excellent. Yeah, I love that. always love the sound of nature. You know, before we get started here, I like to start out with an attitude of gratitude, man. What do you have to be grateful for today?
0: Oh, I'm absolutely grateful for my health, and uh, I'm I'm just straight back. This is the second day back from um, ten days of vacation with my family, and I'm super grateful of being able to have in these crazy times uh, ten days away with my wife and two boys. And we went to um, a, a bunch of islands off the southwest tip of the UK called the Isles of Scilly, which was my first visit there, and they were just stunningly beautiful. So very, very grateful. And in in terms of my gratitude practice the last two mornings, I've been, you know, being super grateful for the chance of those 10 days with my family and in such a stunning place.
1: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, man. And I love island life. Uh, Having lived in Hawaii for 10 years and um panama which technically i lived there for four years it's not technically an island but i got the had the pacific and the atlantic on either side of wow Uh, wow so absolutely love it and being here in florida we're looking forward to getting out to we have not done it yet but getting out to the caribbean and and stuff like that so good for you man and it is a challenge these days with everything going on that you know to find something that one you can travel to and two that's open when you get there right
0: yeah for sure for sure how, and how did and, all that
1: work out was it all good
0: yeah well, we had a choice about whether we took the opportunity to to go to europe just go to to spain or, or or greece or somewhere um where we would obviously be more guaranteed with the weather but we said no let's stay in the uk less less risk more less chance of lockdown or, or quarantine on return and we're so glad we did we always wanting to go to the Isles of Scilly and there. Uh, The scenery uh, is just spectacular. So uh, we had a great blast. We were kayaked, we sailed, we went out in dinghies, we paddleboard, we spent time on the beach, we walked around, you know, I think we did in a week, you know, just short of 140,000 steps, (laughs) according to my watch. So we we, we had a great outdoors week and uh, a lot of great time.
1: That is super exciting. Good for you. I'm I'm very glad that you were able to get out there and do that and spend that time with the family and unplug and disengage. You know, we're going to get into this a little bit more. I, I bet. But since we're having a conversation, and we're, you know, as a business fellow, business strategist, one of the things that I find that I deal with a lot of clients is that they just can't unplug. They have a sure. very time on, very hard time unplugging, and as after I point out to them, it's directly related to their lack of creativity. What are your what what is your experience with that? Because I can get into uh, it, but I don't completely I agree.
0: It's so easy to to get on the treadmill, and and I've been guilty of this myself. You know, you get mm-hmm. on the treadmill, and you've got a, a stream of things to do. And you know, one of the insights that I've really had, kind of hammered home for me over the last year, is the business owners that be really successful, whether it's in business or in other sort of um, uh, endeavors in life, are those that create time to stop and to think and part of that stopping and thinking is you, you you clearly need to be able to to go away and recharge and be in an environment where you get some creativity and i know i'd had a, a really busy three months building up to getting the book published and then the book launch and um i had another major client project on so i was burning candle at both ends i was working mm-hmm. weekends i think i worked. 21 days straight that caused challenges at home and it, it i was overdue and i i basically not had a break since then since the christmas break so i just did just 10 days i feel a different human being i've got creative ideas i've, I've had a, my mojo's back i'm recharged ready raring to go so you know i, I said to my wife only yesterday because she usually has to Pull me away from work because I just, I just love what I do, and I love helping the clients that I work with. I said, we just need to schedule our next break in now because it's so important for the family, but it's just so important for mental health and creativity mm-hmm. and, and 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 preventing burnout.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you right now, at my point, I do not have a problem unplugging. When my son showed up, <laughs> we were talking pre-show, when my son randomly showed up at, at noon last Thursday, this last Thursday, I was like done for the weekend This, what are we doing you know and we did we went to the beach we went and hung out and you know went out to dinner and just had some you know good time i really got the hammock out i just don't have a problem unplugging anymore but because i know it it makes me so much more creative and listen guys you don't have to go out and go out some island adventure with your family unplugging literally means just stepping away leave the phone in the office Go sit down with the family and watch a movie, or sit down and play a board game, or sit out on the back and and watch the grass grow for a minute and relax. And and I call it getting vitamin C, vitamin D, and vitamin B. That's the ocean, the beach, and the sun. Uh, oh, I love that. <laughs> so that's that's how I unwind big time, uh, and love it. So good for you. Well, you know, here on Men of Abundance, we we're going to get a little bit more into your professional side, and we spoke a little bit about that in your bio, but. We like to get to know the man behind the abundance. So if you would, how would you describe yourself?
0: I'm a lifelong learner. I'm always being passionate about helping people in life and business. Can I get out of survival mode? and get some greater juice and fulfillment from a career from their business from their life how can they go from survive to thrive and so i've always been intrigued what are the, the things in business and in life the differences that make the difference in success uh whether that success is de- de- defined in terms of um, monetary or in terms of fulfillment in terms of health relationships you know we we want to enjoy our time relatively short time on the planet and want to look back and say yeah I lived that well and I, I enjoyed it and I got the most from it and I think so many of us can fall um, myself included into a grind of have got to get these things done and it becomes a bit more of a struggle and I I want to help people get out of survival into thrive so they get greater enjoyment out of their business out of their life out of their relationships their health etc
1: yeah absolutely and you know I love that and I love the idea of your book because uh, from survive to thrive, and I literally just had this conversation this morning. Maybe you were top of mind when I was having this conversation in my networking group, because I specifically want to work with people who want to dominate their market and want to thrive. If you just want to survive, here's a here's an analogy I used to use when I was active duty when I was in the military, and I used to use with my my troops and my soldiers is when you're when you're living at the standard, when you're just doing making the standard, you're going to have bad days. And on those bad days, your, 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 um, your productivity is going to drop. Your ability to perform is going to drop. And if you're at the standard, then when you're, you have those bad days, you're going to fall below the standard. And that's where people get hurt. That's where people get killed. That's where money is lost. So during COVID here, that's a major bad time for all of us, okay? Uh, nothing we could personally control. But if you were just living at standard as a business owner, then guess what? You're probably not here right now or you're seriously struggling because you've been just at the status quo for years and okay with that. That's why I've been so busy. And I'm sure you have been too, because people are finally realizing having a business coach or a strategist on their team is no longer a luxury. It's now a requirement. And they realize that because when you're up here, well above the standard and thriving, and succeeding at a higher level on those bad days, guess what? You only fall down to the standard.
0: Yeah, yeah, And you can yeah. still
1: go on and do well. So what are your thoughts on that? For sure.
0: That? Oh, I 100% agree. And uh, it, it, it's been a more and more of an adoption uh, in the markets that I work where a coaching and business strategy has been seen as a, a real game changer or differentiator to help people stay ahead. And you know, if you're surrounded by media influences, social media influences, colleagues, competitors you, you sort of proclaiming how bad the situation is and all the woes of the uh, coming months and uh, ahead of us in terms of economic uh, uh, outlook you you're you're not going to aim you're going to get your head into fight or flight or survival mode and we you know just just shift the analogy you know a martial artist they don't get to turn and, and you you have known it in your military background you don't get to trained to hit the target get trained to hit beyond the target and people should be focusing on what do we need to do to thrive now to go to that level above that standard Mm -hmm. and people like you and i we raise the sights of people whenever there's a period of uncertainty there's always opportunity And, and you know and we help people see the size, of the potential opportunity, the, the size of the prize and help them get excited. And the other thing I do is I shine the spotlight of brilliance upon the people that I work with to give them the confidence, to give them the courage to st- and the clarity so that they can step up and really go for it and really can achieve the results that they want in the kind of thrive realm rather than the survive realm.
1: Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. And that's why I just love having this conversation with you because, um, what do you find you tend to be having the conversation is it more revolved around the strategies and the tactics or mindset do
0: you know it's both and by design i i I, with my career i uh, was originally trained as a as a cpa as a chartered accountant and that gave me great grounding in terms of business and the understandings and the commercials of things and then i went down Quite a, quite a tangential path into coaching and NLP and training and facilitation. And um, uh, and I loved it. And it was like a duck to water, very, very capable. And for a decade, I spent working in large corporates doing executive coaching and really shifting performance and leaders. But... Where my heart was was always as an entrepreneur, working with business owners, and I really wanted to be able to do both. And what I integrate now is a holistic approach that you can have all the strategies in the world that are differentiated, that stand out, that in a market with a tailwind that you know have all all the ticks against them. But if you haven't got your mindset right, you haven't got the your, the mindset right, then you're not going to be able to execute on those strategies. You can have the right mindset. But not, the, but working really hard and doing all the right things, but you you you're not, you're not following the right strategy. So you need yeah. both, and, and I think that's one of the things I I. I sought to do within the book is to be able you can get books on mindset you can get books on business strategy you can get books on purpose and systems i wanted to be able to create a holistic or comprehensive guide to those people that may be in surviving to help them to get out of thriving or those people that are plateauing in their business they've had growth previously they're now plateauing and they're struggling to work out what they need to do to get back into growth again and I, i i speak to that very challenge um but in But in a holistic area, so I don't, um, because we're complex beings, our our businesses operate within complex environments, they're complex Mm. systems, and we've got to be able to pull different levers, and it could be an ops issue, it could be a strategy issue, it could be a people issue, it could be a mindset issue, Um, so we need to be able to cater for all of those if we're really going to help a business owner or a leadership team create a sustainable shift and growth in their businesses.
1: Yeah, absolutely. 100% agree. It's interesting how I can work with two. I tend to work a lot with like subcontractors and roughnecks. You know, these guys don't want nothing to do with mindset. They just want to know how am I going to add more money to the bottom line, basically, and maybe get a little bit time back from the family. And I can give two exact same business owners the same exact strategies, even in the same region, uh, and one will do well and one will just flop. And yeah. it's it always comes down to mindset almost it every time.
0: So it's one hundred percent. I, I, I um, have a experience in working with companies to help them double in a year and double their revenue in a year. And initially when I was putting the program together, I was reticent about the mindset stuff because thinking people would go, Whoa, that's a bit woo-woo, not interested mm-hmm. in that, it's not relevant. And do you know what? Um The difference that made the difference in the growth trajectory of all of those businesses that doubled within a year in terms of revenue was mindset. Absolutely mindset. Yeah,
1: Yeah, absolutely. Excuse me. And there is a difference in the mindset of an entrepreneur and the mindset of a business owner. I've definitely learned that over the years. Um, What are your thoughts on that?
0: yeah for sure and um you know for entrepreneurs they see challenge as opportunity they see mm. disruption as opportunity they believe that what entrepreneurs are there to do is to to create um solutions to you know meaningful solutions to the problems out there in the world so mm. so i i personally think entrepreneurs are a gift to the world they're brilliant at solving problems that's in their very uh sort of core and they go about doing that and they do it in a way that can deliver a benefit to their marketplaces
1: yeah, and they're beneficial to business owners too. I call them entrepreneurs. where yeah. you have people with that same mindset working for you in your business. Uh, you got to give those folks some stake in the business because they're going to come in oh, you know, sure. earlier than everybody else with a football helmet on, knocking in the door, and they're going to just be the most creative people within your organization, uh, keep you not just uh, surviving, but thriving, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: So one of the, you know, I'd really like to get into this kick in the gut moment because Everybody has them, and more so, it seems, now than ever. um, It's a matter of what you do with that information and that kick in the gut moment that sometimes changes the trajectory of our life and how we do things. So if you would, share a kick in the gut moment with you make us feel that.
0: Yeah. So I, I've kind of alluded to it. The the when I qualified as a chartered accountant, I um my C V was a as, as of an accountant and I got headhunted to work with a defense contractor, BAE systems, and I was doing internal management consultancy and a finance role. And they were doing a headcount reduction. Twenty percent headcount was going and I got opportunity to go and do an assessment center to go on as a comment to the head office to work in their corporate, their in-house university. So I was gonna make this shift that I always wanted to do. I wanted to make the shift into change management, into coaching, into training, into the consultancy piece away. But my CV at that stage just said, hey, you're an accountant from a, at the time, a big six uh, international global firm. And the people around me said, whoa, don't go for, if you're not gonna line yourself up for a certain role and you go for this assessment center and you don't get in, you're without a job. You will be one of those people that's the casualties of the 20% headcount reduction. And I just had an irrationally strong gut feel no, I needed to do this and I would get through. I did i got through crazily my previous manager had to pay for me for a year while i went on this a comment and didn't because I, w- I was elsewhere in the business so he didn't get the benefit from that so he he had agreed to that and it started off my you know the main part of my career in terms of coaching training helping people to, to grow and scale and improving their business and that opened the door sequentially into exec coaching in the city into many large corporates and organizations like United Nations. And then more recently, through a lot of work I'd done within HSBC over the last decade, that's helped me work with their customers to help those SMEs, those businesses that are from 500,000 to 5 million, even uh, 10, 15 million turnover to scale and grow. So I put it all back to that one kick in the gut moment where I had a choice, go for a safe finance job and secure my role. I'll go for what my gut told me was the right thing that I had to do, which was much more risky. Mm -hmm. I did that, and it set the set the the new trajectory for my career, which I'm so grateful for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you, um, that is another one of those things that entrepreneurs have is the you know the ability to take that risk, Um, a calculated risk. Obviously, we're not trying to just go do um, just go crazy with it, but um, good for you because. You know, and then you're able to share, I guess, share that information with your clients, um, you know, as far as making a calculated risk.
0: And I think – back to that earlier point about taking time out to think whether it be through meditation or just uh, scheduled thinking time on on a regular basis you, you you need that stillness and quietness to check into your gut feel about decisions in business decisions um whether it be day-to-day or bigger strategic uh plays and you know i've i i think these these current times o- over these current crazy covid times i think there'll be a lot of people out there that if they choose to make the space to Check in to think, to be calm and to be still. They will be tuning into many um, kick in the gut moments, you know that that will help them thrive through these times.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And innovation. If they weren't in yeah. a position to uh, innovate or in the mindset to innovate, those that have innovated are doing pretty darn well. In fact, they found other business. They've found other revenue streams within oh, for their sure. business. Um, And other ways to do business. And that's one of the things that the creativity allows you to do that you can't do if you're stressed out. You can't do if you're, you know, can't get any sleep because you're wondering, you know, first off, you're not paying yourself anymore as a business owner, but you're making sure that your employees are getting paid. And what are you going to do for the ones that you have to let go? It's stressful. And you can't be creative in that environment
0: and we, we we need to be raising people's sights now you know it's, it's the rallying cry for the troops come on we're in this together mm-hmm. this is where we're heading this is the north star the direction of where we're heading yes we're going to have to adapt yes there's going to be change but let's turn that into an, a compelling and exciting challenge rather than something that we're scared and worried about mm-hmm. and it's those businesses that have a pro change culture in fact big consultancy company, Bain company uh, recently you know put an article out there we're talking about businesses that will fry through these times are those that have clarity of direction have that kind of north star about where they're heading they might not know all the, the steps the, the the routes on the, the pathway um, yet but they've certainly got clarity of direction and also that they've got flexibility in their cost structure so that they can scale their output in line with demand mm-hmm. and then thirdly they've got a pro change culture where the teams are going to run towards the opportunity to evolve to, it, to innovate to ch- iterate to change because that's what's required right now, testing in a marketplace how you can improve or develop new offerings to your market
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. you had a key point there in that you know ability to change. I can't tell you the amount of business owners that I've called on and they're like, well, you know this is the way we've always done it, and we're fine well, being fine. You know, here we are six months into COVID or, or so, and fine is not, you know, gonna it, it hasn't gotten you to this point. You're probably gone at this point if you were working off of what we've been doing is fine. Um, because, I, I do, I
0: do, I do believe there are certain there's a there is a population of people in business at the moment that are in denial about yeah. the need to change, and they think I, I said sort of several months ago, come September or in September now, but everything will be okay again, or maybe. Mm-hmm. Come 2021, Q1, 2021, everything's going to be okay again. And I think we've got to be aware that it won't be. We've got to accept the, the reality of that, deal with the emotional stuff that goes with it. But also, then, great, it's a challenge. And, you know, I often ask audiences I speak to or people I work with, you know, with somebody of your skill, your background, your training, your experience, your intellectual your network, um, is your goal worthy of you? And are you solving a challenge? Are you having a challenge presented to you that's worthy of you? Well, boy, oh, boy, are we presented with challenges that are worthy of us right now. And I think it's in the moments of these challenges that really call, uh, that are, are, are as big and encompassing, cause us to step up and tap into something that, the, uh, in terms of our own capabilities, creativity, and genius, that in normal times, smooth sailing times, w- w- wouldn't bring out of us, wouldn't call of us.
1: Right. Yeah. And, you know, that brings up the point that, guys, one of the things that I've always talked about from the very beginning of Men of Abundance is coming together as a community and realizing that you don't have to have all the answers. You just have to have the right people around you. And I can go back to talking about Napoleon Hill, Jesus Christ, Henry Ford, so on and so forth, all of these people had other people around them that oh, knew the sure. answers that they needed to move forward with their, for sure. with their mission in life and their goals and, and so on and so forth. It's no different in business. You, it, so many business owners just have this ego that says, if I can't figure it out, then it's, you know, it's, it's going to fail. It's, gonna, it's not going to work or whatever. You have to have people on your team. And you have to listen to everybody on your team they all have input they do
0: and uh it's often for those in the team that maybe have been um those that haven't necessarily been you know the uh, coming forward with ideas can suddenly pipe up with an idea and you go wow that's a stroke of genius you've just nailed the very point that we need to innovate on or need to address so I, many heads make like work of, of this kind of situation and it's not just the heads as you know we've got to be touching getting people to to sense what's going on around them, to tap into that gut feel, to the, their intuition, and then look for the data to validate those hunches.
1: Yeah. So, other than absolutely blessing the community with your book, um, how else are you paying it forward uh, within you know within your community or even throughout the world?
0: Look, I, I'm always very giving of my time. And I, um, you know, I'll give you an example that when we went into lockdown locally, um, I think we were in uh, 14 weeks straight. And there was uh, a number of really small local businesses that, understandably were in proper panic mode and I just reached out to them and just said hey this is what I do professionally for a living I don't expect any fee here are some things here are some ideas that I see looking from the outside at your business where the market's going where the opportunities are going and um, just gave of that time that energy that help that support on my network and connected people and I think in a moment some were literally panicking about the future survivor, uh, survivability of their business they were in tears and it was just to know that somebody was reaching out to be able to say i've got your back i'm here mm-hmm. i can help here's some ideas um also um through through a family business we had tenants in there that in a, in a business center that were struggling to pay r- pay rent for over the period it's like don't worry about it We're going to emerge from this stronger, you know. Let's take a sabbatical. Let's take three months out. We don't, we don't pay. I want you to free up from worry, and you go and do your business, your help, your the bit, the bit that you do to for your benefit of your customers and their customers, customers. I go ahead and keep on doing that without the worry of you being able to pay the bill, and you know the more you can. Genuinely, just be there as a human being through times of challenge, the, the more you, you, you they can then go on and help other people. And in, in turn, you get rewarded yourself down the line.
1: Yeah, paying it forward and paying it forward and it just keeps on going. The highest form of happiness is giving. For sure. By far. There's steady and steady and steady after this. And it's always the highest form of happiness is giving to somebody else. And if you want to be selfish about it, Quite frankly, you know, you can say, "Well, that's that's a reason why I give is because it makes me feel good." But also, when you're sharing your craft and your skills, the best way, in fact, to me, the only way to truly master a craft is to teach it to other people and to share that with other people. Because you only know a topic to the point to where you can explain it to somebody else. And if you want to master your skills. Go out and give more of it. Now, don't get me wrong, it's great getting paid and you should get paid for your skills. And a lot of people won't do anything with the information that they that you give them without having any skin in the game. But there are I did the same thing. There are a lot of people out there that are in need and they are grateful and they're doing much better because of you going out and giving your time and your and sharing your skills. So thank you very much for doing that. I greatly appreciate it.
0: Yeah, uh, my pleasure I and mean, it's it's just so fulfilling i mean one little idea that i gave to one local business owner that was in was was really struggling um i don't know where she just need to remember where she got the idea from but it just uh, came as a moment of gratitude to see her putting that into practice several weeks later and it working for her and working for her business and to know that i just sowed a seed that gave her a Actually, a new revenue stream, what's turned out to be a new revenue stream for a business, you know, that's incredibly fulfilling.
1: I love that. That is the difference right there, guys. What I uh, People ask me, Wally, what's the difference between a coach? Because I consider myself as a hybrid. That's why I use strategist and not coach or consultant. Because a coach is somebody who says, basically, you have all it takes. All I need to do is ask the right questions and bring it out of you. A consultant's like, no, you don't have all the answers. You've never considered these tactics and strategies. And you wouldn't because... You just haven't been to that school of thought and you haven't been, you know, trained or the experience or whatever the case may be. So sharing those 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 ideas and they're like, wow, I never thought simple stuff to them, and it is simple stuff, but you would have never thought about it had it not been explained to you.
0: I have this debate with my wife all the time. She says, Hey, you're a coach. You know, you know how to think like a coach, you help people in your businesses. So why do you need consultants and advisors, mentors? Because surely you know all the answers. And I say, Mm. well, you can't see the label on a jam jar when you're on the inside of the jam jar.
1: Mm. And I know,
0: I, I only know what I know. And you know, I, I'm a voracious learner, as is indicative by the bookshelf behind and the library yeah. that I have on Audible. Um, however, and, and all the courses and the training I've been on, you know, I, just just a conversation I had yesterday, um, <laughs> just on a really simple small point about international shipping on a on a book. The guy said, "Have you thought about this?" I went. God, no, I haven't thought about that. It's so obvious now that you've said it and nobody has all the answers or can see all the, all, all the different, all the different angles. So yeah. But the, the people we hang out with, we become who we hang out with and we need to make sure that we're striving all the time to be getting the right advisors and colleagues and people in our network around us to stretch us, to help us and to, to show us some shortcuts on route as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I learned something from every single client that I have a conversation with Oh, for sure. at least about their industry. One, Unbelievable example was a guy that um, owns a distillery, and he's in Texas. And what I didn't know, valuable information for him to know before he got into the distillery industry in Texas, is that you cannot export your spirits outside of the state of Texas.
0: Oh, my goodness. Wow.
1: If you're in California, however, you can distribute worldwide.
0: That's amazing. Right? That's a big game changer in terms of business. (laughs) 100%. 100%.
1: Yes. Yeah. And so now he's talking to the governor of texas and everybody else and saying why in the world would you not want texas products shipped outside of texas you know yeah. texas Pride knows it's little things like that that you just yeah. don't know and he didn't even know until he you know until he got into and invested and the whole bit so stuff you need to know so brother we are at the point where we're going to pay it forward to our abundant leaders you ready to do that yeah yeah sure excellent All right, listen up, Abundant Leaders. If you want to take full control of your personal economy, put your leadership and business skills to work, you absolutely can start your own business coaching business. The fact is, business owners need professional coaching more now than ever. And as a business coach, you get the opportunity to put your skills to work, provide a critical service, and get duly compensated. Now, if you're saying to yourself, I would like to change careers, I would like to enhance my current career, or I would actually like to be a profitable business coach, that then brings up the question, how do you structure a coaching business? How do you get paid? How do you get clients? These seem to be the biggest questions that I hear when I'm talking to people who want to start a coaching business, specifically a business coaching business. How do you do one-on-one coaching and group coaching, and how do you set up a member site to create continuity? within my coaching business? And then of course, even if you can't figure all of that out, what's the investment? Well, I'm gonna answer all of those questions for you and much more. All you have to do is go to bcb, Bravo, Charlie, Bravo dot .apbusinessmastery.com. That's where I will be sharing with you how to give yourself a raise whenever you like, gain more leads than you can handle so you can be very selective about who you choose to work with you'll find out how we get clients fast results so they stay and pay for years not just months I will share with you how we literally show the prospects the money so you don't have to sell and more importantly to me anyways you will potentially be saving lives and marriages possibly even yours it really is that serious now if you're ready to take full control of your personal economy Put your leadership and business skills to work, and you believe that starting your own business coaching business might be the solution, then head over to bcb at apbusinessmastery.com. And don't worry about trying to write that down. You'll find the link in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the conversation. So, share one to three actionable steps that men of abundance can take today.
0: Yeah, number one, um, make sure you schedule time. Every week to think on your business, to work on your business, but think time where your mobile, your phone's off, your social media's off, your email's off, set up with a question at the beginning of your thinking time and put out 30, 40 minutes around a, a really good quality thinking time. Number two, make sure you you have absolute clarity about where that North Star is, the direction of where you're heading in, in your business and the difference that you want to make to your community, to the markets that you serve, your customers and their customers. And then um, on the back of that, number three, spend time every day visualizing focusing on what you do want because out of 25 20 30 years of studying this stuff the 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 most one profound lesson i've got in the area of kind of self-development personal development is you get in life what you focus on and too often we're bombarded with streams of negativity and controlling influences and and what we need to be doing is focus on north star and visualize and get excited about the feeling having successfully and not only accomplish those goals but enjoying the journey so Three things, block out the time to think and focus on a particular question for each thinking time. Number two, get clear on your North know, Star, your direction of where you're taking your business and your life. And number three, spend time regularly uh, visualizing and getting excited about the progress that you are making towards that towards that North Star, to you go, towards your
1: goals. Absolutely. Very powerful, guys. Make sure you go back and write that down. Write all three of those down. Put them on your whiteboard if you like me. I have my whiteboard up here. I'm always writing stuff on it. Uh, Great stuff. So what rituals make the biggest impact in your life, Kevin?
0: Uh, exercise. Uh, you start every day with exercise. It's uh, uh, sort of five, six times a week. I'm, uh, I'm exercising, which I w- which I love. It sorts my head out as well as physically. It gives me energy. Uh, so I thoroughly enjoy that. That's the first one. The second one is, is is the visualization. I've always always loved that. And then the third thing that I, I love to do is, is to talk to people that are further down the path. I make, I make it, I do it through the podcast, the Business Mastermind podcast, but I do it in general. I just love talking to other people in business and in life who are successful and trying to wonder understand what it is that makes them take and how they've got that so i can start to model that so that inquisitive that yeah you know, i have a ritual you could say of curiosity and inquisitiveness and i seek out opportunities to learn from other people
1: excellent thanks so you know for the for the men and women out there for the listeners that are looking to live a life of abundance in in family faith finances and fitness with that in mind what would you recommend that they read or listen to
0: I tell you what I, of course I'm going to say my own book survive and thrive how to secure scale and succeed in business Absolutely. And you, 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 but in addition to that there's a book I'm reading at the moment I'm just going to reach out for it that I I'm loving and it's very much aligned with some of the things that we're saying but there's there needs to be a balance between the mindset and strategy there needs to be a balance between the spiritual and then the hustle and Vishen Lakiani's latest book the Buddha and the badass I don't know whether you've at that, the right angle for the camera. Okay, but um, yeah, right there, right there. yeah, The Buddha and the Badass, I, the, the secret spiritual art of succeeding at work. Um I, I bought this on Kindle. I bought it obviously in paperback. I've got it on Audible. Hey, a thing I love doing actually is listening to the Audible whilst reading it. It just totally immerses me in the experience. And that was that was holiday reading for me, and I oh, love it. So I, I recommend, uh, yeah, Vishen Lakhiani's book, The Buddha and the Badass. It's my uh, current top uh, recommendation.
1: I love it. I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah, and I love to – I usually listen to the audio first, and if it's something that I need to reference, like abundance with a lot of data and I want to make notes and stuff, then I'll get the hard copy. Um, That's using my thing, but I hadn't, that's, and then, you know, maybe I'll do that, listen and read it at the same time. Yeah. So I said, I I
0: said, it to 1.9 times, two times speed Mm -hmm. uh, on on audible and then listen and read it. And I'm just totally zoned in and absorbed in the content. Yeah.
1: I love it. So what do you feel holds most people back from living a life of true abundance?
0: Their belief about whether they are worthy of it. Um, As if they need to be given permission to have a life of abundance. And I believe that that holds many people back. And I think we were meant to come here on the planet to have a journey of joy of fulfillment so that we could help and contribute to to society and to the lives of others. And and we're best able to contribute from abundance and joy. And it's just that we get in our own way with our thinking and our limitations about what we believe is possible. And the moment we can stop and recognize our strengths and check into our, our gut feel, the kick in the gut moment and start to follow that. And then yes, do your market research, back it up with the data. At the moment we can start to experience abundance in all aspects of our lives. And, um, you know, it, it comes out in the book really, you know, it's about, just let me, let me read a little poem and let me see if I can find it. Um, um, and it's just open, talk about Bibliomasseed, it's opened on the right poem. So it's a it's a, it's a roomy poem. Um, When I run after what I think I want, my days are a furnace of distress and anxiety. If I sit in my own place of patience, what I need flows to me and without any pain. From this, I understand that what I want also wants me, is looking for me and attracting me. There is a great secret in this for anyone who can grasp it.
1: Absolutely. Very powerful. Thanks for reading that. That's excellent. What does living what go ahead before i ask the last question
0: yeah so that 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 for me is about stopping reflecting being aware of our inner gut sense and then knowing that we've got a huge amount of gifts that we can we can bring to the planet bring to the world and and that can open the doors of abundance for us
1: yeah i go as far as saying look y- you know if you don't go out and go after your dreams and go after the things you want to do and you want to be live a life of abundance because success is personal. That's something that you're doing for yourself personally. Abundance is taken to the next level, having enough resources, time, treasures, and talents to go out and pay it forward to other people. So I believe it's selfishness. It's pure selfishness if you don't go after what it is that you want and truly believe that you 100% deserve. And like you said, what it is you want is waiting for you. Hmm. It's there. So what if 2 million people have what you want? they haven't taken anything from your ability to get what you want, which is what they have as well. Sure. There's no no monopoly on that. So just go after it and uh, go after it in your way and enjoy it in your way because abundance is there's more than enough in the world. Um, This book up here, abundance uh, proves that with the data in it, which I won't get into right now. So what does being a man of abundance mean to you, Gavin?
0: it's been having the freedom to be able to spend time doing what i want when i want and being able to make a difference in my family to be there for them making a difference in the, the people and the communities that i serve and the people that i work with um it, it's part of that and it's it's free from the limitations of our own mind i think one of the things that i'm really focusing on at the moment is helping people move beyond limitations whether those be physical or mental and help them to achieve a greater level of freedom and flow that gives them that feeling of abundance
1: excellent absolutely man well we are definitely going to have your website surviveandthrive.cc linked up in the show notes you guys see it there on the screen if you're watching the video uh, on facebook live or on youtube uh, by the way if you're not subscribed to either one of those or like facebook live uh, men of abundance facebook.com slash men of abundance or the men of abundance youtube channel go check that out um But how else, you know, how else can people get a hold of you? or is that Yeah, sure. Path? And what else do we not talk about? You want to ensure that our abundant leaders get out of our conversation today.
0: Yeah, so to get a hold of me, just check either go to Gavin.live, and that will connect through on Facebook, so Gavin.live. Connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, Gavin Preston, and uh, you'll, you'll find resources. And check out the podcast, the Business Mastermind podcast. Three episodes, three shows going out every week. And uh, so there's a huge amount of value and, and content being, uh, being shared across the, the
1: podcasting platform as well. Who three episodes a week? God bless you, brother. I started out with three episodes with Men of Abundance, three episodes a week, and I was—I quickly broke it down to two, and then I went, well, let's just go with one. I, well, because... I, well, if,
0: well, if I'm honest, I, I started off with one, two. I was happy with. I've been running with three since the beginning of August, and mm-hmm. I'm beginning to wonder the wisdom in that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, my mentor was John Lee Dumas, who was doing seven uh, yeah, a yeah. week, and yeah. if, I figured if John can do seven, I can certainly do three. No, no, not with everything else going on in my life too. And, you know, having a life for that matter. (laughs) So good for you. Well, excellent. We will have all of that linked up in the show notes. I'll have it linked up in the description and everywhere else where you will catch this uh, conversation. So man, I dig what you're doing. I absolutely love it. It's like we were separated. We're twins that were separated on two different continents um, because our minds just work so much alike. I love it. Go out, live your life of abundance, man. Keep paying it forward because you're making a huge difference. I know the difference that you're making in lives out there because I get to feel the same experience as well. So thanks again. I greatly appreciate you.
0: And I'd love for you to come onto my show because I know you've got a huge amount of value that you can add to my listeners in the UK as well. That'd be awesome.
1: Absolutely. I look forward to it. Let's set that up. Take
0: care. Cheers, guys. Wally. Cheers. Thank you. Thank yes. you.